The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Thank you for the miracles, signs, and wonders that you are doing in our lives for such a time as this. Thank you for your mighty hand upon us. Thank you for your mercy, your help. We give you the praise. We give you the praise. And again, as we gather unto you tonight, we ask that you have your way in our midst. Touch us one and all. Let nobody return the same way they came. All your help that we have enjoyed all through this month of November as we come to this last Wednesday in this month. All your favor that we have been enjoying since the beginning of this year. All your blessings that we have experienced since the beginning of our lives. Father, we've come again to say thank you. Take all the glory, take all the honor, take all the praise. We've come to say thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. And we fully expect as we cross over into the final month of the year, you will do even greater things for us in the name of Jesus. The better ending that you have promised us, that you have prophesied over our lives, it will indeed be our testimony, Father. We give you praise. We give you praise in the mighty name of Jesus. And someone that is expectant to receive from God tonight shouted a louder amen. amen. Hallelujah. Help me welcome your neighbor. You can be seated in God's presence. Tell your neighbor it's good to see you. It's good to see you in the company tonight. It's good to see you. Hallelujah. Paul said that as we see the day approaching in the latter days, the more it gets darker and darker out there in the world, we should not forsake our gathering together. It's a survival strategy. And for us, it's even much more than survival because we just don't want to survive. We want to thrive. Somebody say, I'm thriving in these last days. Uh, coming together as a body of believers is vital for us. Like we say in this generation, it's vital for our mental health. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's, it's vital for our mental health. Praise God. So it's good to see you tonight. I believe God's hand will be strong upon your life as we pray again tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, I want to stress something we've been um, touching on um, all through this season, that we, we need miracles in our lives. Hebrews chapter 2, we studied that text, said, how shall we escape if we neglect the salvation we have in Christ Jesus. Can somebody boldly declare, I do not neglect my salvation. Hallelujah. And he went on to say that God confirmed the gospel that was preached. So that's how salvation comes. It comes through the preaching of the good news. 
And he said, God used miracles, signs, and wonders, um, gifts of the Holy Spirit, various miracles to confirm the gospel that was preached. Hallelujah. And we drew a conclusion from that. We, 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 we can't um, survive or thrive in the times we live in without the miraculous. You can say it this way, we can't survive without the supernatural. I was, just before I was, I came up, that as we were worshiping, that came to my, how are you, how, how are you going to live if you can't live supernaturally in the days we live in? How do marriages survive without the supernatural? Financially, your health, how, how, how? Hallelujah. Glory, glory be to God. Will you say again, Father, I thank you for miracles, signs, and wonders in my life. Declare, I, I thank you for notable miracles. Confess that. Say, I thank you for notable miracles in my life in this season. Praise God. Hallelujah. And then we got into something very powerful. We want to continue with that tonight. Um, Galatians, um, Paul said that we are like Isaac. We are children of promise. Praise God. Children of promise. Children of prophecy. We are not... I, I want us to take a, a minute to, to think, think about that just before we go on tonight. You see, one, one beautiful thing about the Bible... Um, it's referred to as a mirror. When the, when, when the scripture said that the Bible is, the word of God is like a mirror. What do you do with a mirror? You use the mirror to see yourself. Use the mirror to see who you, who you are, how you look like. I mean, you are dressing up in the morning. You want to see that your hair is well combed. You've buttoned your shirt very well. Ladies, you've put on your makeup. You, you need a mirror. And in this world we live in, life can paint you in many ugly shades and colors. And it's one of the tricks of the enemy to deceive you concerning who you are by making you conclude that you are what your situation and your circumstances depict that you are. But that's not true. And that's not even a good way to see yourself. And one of the best ways you can see yourself, I love what Paul told Philemon, that he said the communication of your faith, it becomes effectual by acknowledging the good things that are in you in Christ Jesus. Acknowledging. In other words, you are saying I have these things or I am these things because I am in Christ and Christ is in me. So it's not your situation or your circumstances, or what you are going through. What you are going through. I, I was listening to a message as I was coming to service, and the man of God was talking about that everybody goes through a night season. Everybody goes through night seasons. And that is not prophecy. That is inside Bible. In, in the text, in the sense that we are defining prophecy, you will see that. It's not that God is planning that, ah, I want something bad to happen to you. No. In this world, you are going to go through night seasons. It's when we get to heaven 
that the Bible says that there's no more night there. It said, but everybody goes through night season. You don't allow the night season to define you. And you adopt the description that that night season has brought upon you. Ah, this is who I am. That's not who you are. You are going through. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. If you adopt the description or the picture or the image that the night season is painting you are, when your joy comes in the morning, you will still be carrying yourself with a cloak of darkness. Somebody said, that's not who I am. Hallelujah. You need to see yourself as a child of prophecy. And one of the things that means is that you are special. Hallelujah. I wonder many people sitting down listening to me think, you, you think of yourself in that I'm special. I'm special. And you can go through things in life that don't make you feel special, look special. And I tell you, if you're not careful, you will forget how special you are. You are special. Somebody say, I'm special. Say, I'm, you know, Isaac was special. At the end of the day, Abraham had many other children. But Isaac was special. Before Isaac was born, Abraham, through his concubine, had Ishmael. When God came to talk to him, God said, take your son, your only son, whom thou lovest. In other words, God distinguished between Isaac and Ishmael. Special. We brethren, like Isaac, are children of promise. And we are children of promise because we are in Christ. Will you declare again, I'm special, I'm special. Take a moment and just meditate on that and renew your mind. I'm special. I'm, I'm special. I'm not ordinary. Hallelujah. I'm a child of promise. Look at another way, and I want to start with this tonight. Look at another way Paul described that same revelation. Galatians chapter 4. And this is what we are getting into tonight. We're going to pray, and I hope you came with your... In fact, let me use this phrase to describe it. Your prayer shovel. I don't know whether you've used that equipment in a prayer meeting before. You know, we talk about your dancing shoes, your garment of praise. Hallelujah. Talking about weapons of your warfare. I want to give you a new weapon of warfare tonight. Somebody say prayer shovel. <laughs> Just hold that in your left hand. You will see how important that weapon is when we start. Keep it in your left hand for now. My prayer shovel. <laughs> Galatians 4.13 Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law please take note of that I'm going to come back to that if time permits having become a curse for us for it is written cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree that the blessing of Abraham hallelujah the blessing of Abraham I come upon us upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Promise of the Spirit through faith. I, I, this, these verses capture more or less everything we've been saying. It's important to mix faith with what we are saying. Pray in faith. Believe in faith. Hebrews said, 
the people that the gospel was preached to, referring to some of them in the wilderness church, they could not enter into rest. God wanted them to enter into rest, but they could not enter into rest because when the good news, and you know it comes with miracle signs and wonders, was declared to them, they did not mix faith with it. And he's establishing that same truth here for us. And he now says in verse 29, hallelujah, if you are Christ, this is another way of saying that like Isaac, you're a child of promise. If you are Christ, then Galatians 4.29, you are Abraham's seed. And heirs, according to the promise. Hallelujah. Praise God. This is how we should see ourselves. This is how we should think of ourselves. And one major thing we are discovering or we are highlighting again in this teaching is that these promises or prophecies or word that God gives us you can pick any of the synonyms. They are a trigger or a way for us to activate miracles. There's a miracle in your promise. There's a miracle in your prophecy. Praise God. It's a means for us to activate miracles, walk in our miracles. Glory, glory be to God. I was thinking of, just in preparing, thinking about Esther, the orphan child. That based on her situation, her circumstances, and the hand that life had dealt to her, her parents were dead. She was now an orphan. It was an uncle that was taking care of her. And this wasn't a particular, it's a different thing if your uncle is, is a rich man. He was a security guard in the king's palace. So he wasn't a wealthy uncle. See, that, that's what life had dealt her. But she was a child of promise. A child or a daughter of promise. A, a seed of Abraham. And see, see, look at the power of prophecy here. Or the power of your promise. Or the miracle that your promise carries. Unknown to her, just like Joseph, God had ordained that, you see, God sees tomorrow. So a time will come, somebody will want to kill the Jews and wipe the Jews off, and God had chosen her, I'm going to use you as the savior of the Jews. And in God's wisdom, this is the way I'm going to use you. You are just going to be the wife of the king. And at that time, that particular time, and you know kings then, they have several wives, but particular season, they will have a favorite one. I will sit with that. You are the favorite wife of the king. Prophecy. Went for beauty pageants. But before then, the reigning queen, just something entered her head, and she had to be displaced. Went for beauty pageants. Favor of God was upon her. King picked her. And for some people, that's where the story will have ended. 
ah, God just wants to prosper you. Just God. But it was beyond that. It was like Joseph. A famine was going to come that was going to kill people, including the people of God. And God wanted to preserve the seed of Abraham. And to do that, God planned that he will be in the king's palace. And God gave him the solution. This is how, these seven years of famine, this is how we are going to survive it. They were all just living in prophecy. Walking in prophecy. And that's how we should think of ourselves. Hallelujah. That's how you have to see yourself. Am I talking to somebody tonight? Praise God forevermore. So, we, we are like Isaac. We are like Isaac. We are the seed of Abraham. We are heirs of the promise. Glory be to God. So, Genesis 26. Let's, that popular chapter that details Isaac's remarkable story. There's something the Lord put on my heart. I mentioned it briefly the other day. I'm not sure whether it was during a prayer meeting or while I was teaching last Sunday. After Isaac had sowed in the land, verse 12, um, Isaac sowed in the land. He reaped a hundredfold. By the way, all that is miracles. That, that's miracles. There was famine. Everybody was hungry. The popular solution was to jackpot. Jackpot has been going on since Bible days. People relocating because of famine. You see all the developed nations in the world. A major phenomenon is happening. People are migrating. A great all over the world now. Great in Europe, in America. It's a huge political issue. It's having so much impact on the politics of nations. Some of the politicians that are very, very popular in certain parts of the world are people that are preaching, or, well, let's say preaching, or announcing anti-immigrant policies. Argentina just voted in an anti-immigrant president. Holland just voted in an anti-immigrant pregnant. President. Donald Trump is trying to come back anti-immigrants. Because why? People are migrating to countries that seem to be doing fine. Argentina is one of the, although the economy is a problem, but it's one of the wealthiest nations in South America. Holland is very wealthy in Europe. America, look at all the, all the we see all these things on, on, on a law of migration because there's, there's trouble. And the people in the nations, ah, if all these immigrants come, what will be left for us? Block our border. <laughs> they may not like the president, but ah, he's the one that is saying that he will not allow them coming. Ah, what's going to happen to our children? What's going to happen? It's really tough times we are living in. Tough times. But thank God we have the supernatural. Somebody declare I have the supernatural. Ah, you're not declaring like you understand what I'm saying. Say I am for signs and wonders. And we need to key into that. So Isaac here was walking in the miraculous. I don't want to focus on the hundredfold return because what I want to focus on is the miracle that happened after because this is the one um, I want us to deal with today. This is a way God interpreted how, how prophecy works. This is a type and shadow of prophecy. Look at verse 15. 
Okay, let's just read it. Just, it's good news for us. Let's read from verse 12. Isaac sowed in the land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. Praise God. That's what we're talking about, the blessing that makes rich. Somebody say, the blessing makes me rich. So it's the blessing at work in him. The man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. Just like his father Abraham, because of the blessing, Abraham became very rich in livestock, in silver and in gold. For he had possessions of flocks, possessions of herds, and a great number of servants. So the Philistines envied him. Hallelujah. Verse 15. Please, this is where we want to go tonight. Now the Philistines had stopped all the wells which his father's servants had dug in the days of Abraham, his father. And they had filled them with earth. And Abimelech said to Isaac, go away from us, for you are much mightier than we. They saw the effect of the blessing upon his life. That would be your testimony in Jesus' name. Verse 17, then Isaac departed from there and pitched his tent in the valley of Jerah and dwelt there. And Isaac dug again the wells of water which they had dug in the days of Abraham his father. For the Philistines had stopped them up after the death of Abraham. For he called them by the names which his father had called them. Let's read on, please. Follow me. Also Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found a well of running water there. But the herds of Jerah, the herdsmen of Jerah quarreled with Isaac's servants, saying, the water is ours. So he called the name of the well Essek, because they quarreled with him. Then they dug another well. Somebody said they dug another well. And they quarreled over that one as well. So he called the name, what? Sitna. But he did not give up. Praise God. He moved from there and dug another well. And they did not quarrel over this one. Praise God. So he called the name, what? Rehoboth. Because he said, for now... The Lord has made room for us. And we shall what? Do you like that? How many would love to discover real birth tonight? You would love to discover a real birth for this season. Will you declare with me tonight? For now, the Lord has made room for me. And I will be fruitful in the land. Hallelujah. Now listen very carefully. This is the revelation God put on my heart that we're going to work with. What did I call the, the, your weapon of warfare tonight? Your, your what? Your prayer shovel. Even me, I had forgotten the name. It just came to me by inspiration. My, my prayer shovel. <laughs> listen to what God told me, please. And please, let's follow. You see, 
these prophecies, and remember I said specifically we were looking at the prophecies in Genesis 49 and Deuteronomy 33. We can look at any prophecy, any, anything you find in Scripture. This morning we prayed from Zechariah 4.6, the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by power, not by might, by the Spirit of the Lord. Every mountain will be made a plain. Sometimes the Spirit of God can just inspire you. you can, I, 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 from time to time, that has happened to me. Just go to a portion in the Bible where there's a prophecy linked to the seed of Abraham. You are the heir of those promises. That's what we just read in Galatians 4. Hallelujah. We, we read, was it last week or we studied last week? Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, forever. And Paul said all the miracles that was happening in the wilderness church, it was Christ that was doing those miracles for them. So anything we see, we are the heirs of those things today. So when you begin to lay hold on a prophecy that you find that God inspires in your heart from scriptures or God reveals to you, that is not working in your life. What Isaac was doing there, digging up the wells that his father had dug. You see, what, what do the wells do? The, the wells provide water. Water. And remember, these people were living in desert places. That's refreshment. That is life. Water is life. But they had now covered the wells. So all the refreshment and the water that could be getting from the wells was not flowing in Isaac's life again. He had to, God commanded him, go and dig those wells again. They are your father's wells. And though your father has died, you can benefit from those wells, even today. And even if they wrestle with you, you dug the first one, don't give up, dig another one. They wrestle with you again. Continue digging your father's wells. Hello, somebody. Until you arrive at Rehoboth. And the water from those wells are now refreshing your life. Hallelujah. And what God is telling us is dig your father's prophecies. Dig. The, look, find a prophecy. Praise God. That addresses you, that you can be drinking water from. Hallelujah. Find a promise, glory be to God, and dig. Notice how Isaac had to fight for Rehoboth. He had to fight for it. They had stopped the wells. The blessing that was supposed to be flowing to him, the benefits that he was supposed to be enjoying, he wasn't enjoying it anymore. But God told him, go and dig it again. Go and dig it again. You, you, you ought to be enjoying it. It was your father's prophecy. It was your father's promise. Hello, somebody. But you are supposed to be You see, Isaac was ignorant. He didn't know. Isn't that amazing? It was when he started walking in his blessing after he had the hundredfold return. God now told him, start digging your father, your, the wells that your father dug, that your father was drawing water from and enjoying prosperity and supply and flow. The Philistines had covered it because your father died, but you are the heir. Am I talking to somebody tonight? And remember these prophecies and these promises, they carry miracles for us. 
dig them up. This is what Paul was saying when he said, wage a warfare with the prophecy that was spoken about you. You see, first thing we have to do is to see ourselves as the heirs of these things. That's your promise. When you read the Bible and you see a prophecy over someone that is a child of Abraham, from Abraham himself to all his children, you need to learn to see that that is me. That is me. And if you need the water from that well, glory be to God, dig for it. Dig for it. Will somebody dig tonight? I can't hear you. Will you dig tonight? Do you understand that you have a prayer shovel that can help you dig? Dig. Dig for it. Go with me to Genesis 49. Let me show you something. The other time I said you should hold on to Christ has redeemed us from the cross of the law. Sometimes, listen very carefully, there is the place of Philistines stopping your well. And you are not enjoying the benefit or the blessing from that well. That can happen. It's also possible that you yourself, you are the one stopping your own well. Maybe your ignorance or your unwillingness to dig for your well. Let me show you this in Genesis 49. So, Jacob called all the children to himself and his intention was to bless the children. The well that he was enjoying, now that he was about to leave, he was about to extend it to them. But it's interesting that the first two children, instead of blessing them, as it were, he cursed them. And from what he said, they are the ones that stopped the well from flowing. Let's read. Jacob, Genesis 49 verse 1. Remember as we are reading this, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Somebody say, Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law. And now the blessing of Abraham or the blessing of Jacob, however, can come upon me. Hallelujah. See, this is better covenant based on better promises. Thank God the covenant I have in Christ is superior to the covenant that Reuben or Simeon could have under the law or under the Old Testament. Jacob called his sons and said, gather together that I may tell you what shall befall you in the last days. I want to prophesy. Gather together and hear, you sons of Jacob, listen to Israel, your father. Reuben, you are my firstborn. Now, look at the well this young man was supposed to be drinking and enjoying. My might, the beginning of my strength, the excellency of dignity, and the excellency of power. Ah, that sounds like a good will. <laughs> Is anybody interested? And notice when he says, my might, what was he referring to? The might of who? God. He told Joseph later that the arm of the Lord will give you might. The, the God of Jacob will help you. So when he says my might, he was talking about the might of... This is what this boy could have been enjoying. But watch how we stopped the well. You see, there's Philistines stopping your well, though. It's possible. But you yourself, you can stop your own well. 
But thank God Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Hallelujah. Listen, this is the beautiful thing about us being in Christ. Whatever cause or whatever error we, are, we may have walked in, the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all forgiveness. Unlike Reuben that could not reverse this cause, you and I, we can reverse it. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody today? What am I trying to say? Nothing should stop you from digging your well and enjoying the flow from your well. Nothing. Something stopped Reuben. Verse 4, unstable as water, you shall not excel. Why? You went to your father's bed. Then you defiled it. He went up to my couch and was a, Reuben slept with one of his concubines. He said, you dishonored me. This is what you should have been enjoying, but you will not enjoy it. And God is telling us all these prophecies that we see in Christ, they are what we should be enjoying. Anyone you see there, you should be like Isaac. We are children of prophecy. Isaac ought to be enjoying the water that was coming from the wells of his father. But he wasn't enjoying it. But God opened his eyes. Go and dig them. And if they stop you, dig again. Hallelujah. Remember what we said last month, I will not be denied. I will not be robbed. I will not be denied. It comes from knowing what is yours. And it's important to see yourself. Will somebody say, I'm a child of promise? I am special. See yourself like Isaac. See yourself as the heirs. Said you are heirs of the promise. Heirs of the prophecy. Those prophecies are like wells. They may have been stopped because of something somebody is doing, because of what life is doing, or because of even something you did. But thank God Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Reuben was under the curse. Look at his brother too that did something wrong. Simeon, two of them, the other two brothers. Simeon and Levi are brothers. Instruments of cruelty are in their dwelling place. And you know their story. Their father had caught a covenant of peace with another tribe because those people raped their sister and all that of anger. They went behind their father's back and killed those. Ah. Stopped their well. Look at what they should have been enjoying that they, they were not enjoying, that they didn't enjoy. Let not my soul enter their counsel. Ah, that's not good though. <laughs> Let not my honor be united to the assembly. Ah, for in their anger, they slew a man. And in their self-will, the hamstrung and ox caused, see, they were supposed to be enjoying blessing. But something had now come to stop the well. Hello, somebody. I'm telling you, in Christ, whatever you are supposed to be enjoying that you can find in any of this prophecy, any prophecy in the book, Jesus Christ the same, yesterday, today, and forever. Unlike them. So, unlike Reuben, I mean, unlike Simeon and Levi, the counsel that Jacob enjoyed 
What, what can we attribute to that? Remember when Jacob wanted to multiply those cattle of his father-in-law? The kind of wisdom God gave him. He had a very, very wicked boss that, ah, this year supposed to have the stripped and the black cattle this year. So Jacob will multiply those ones. The boss will come and say, no, it's the other one, the plain ones. God gave him counsel. He will multiply. They could have been enjoying that kind of counsel, that kind of wisdom. The well of their father. It was theirs by, by birthright. But it was stopped. It was stopped. But that's not our story. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So God said, I should tell us tonight, dig your well. Or dig your father's well. Wage warfare with your prophecies are miracle triggers. Glory be to God. Does somebody understand what we are saying tonight? Your promise. Learn to find a promise. Peter said that these exceeding great and precious promises have been given to us that by them we can be partakers of the divine nature and we can escape, <laughs> glory be to God, the corruption in this world. And there's plenty of corruption in this world. But thank God I have a well. Does somebody have a well tonight? Are you sure? You're not sounding like you're sure. Are you sure? I have a well I can unstop. Glory be to God. I have a well I can dig up again. And I can start enjoying the water from the well. Hallelujah. I have a real birth. I can open up for my life this season. Glory, glory be to God. Will you pray tonight? Come on, let's rise on our feet again. Yando satayala brekedosa. Hallelujah. Again, I want you to go to Genesis 49. If, if you don't have any, listen to me. Some of you, you, you probably have a word already or you have a prophecy that the Spirit of God has impressed upon your heart. You should have a word for this season. Hello, somebody. Please look at me. You should have a well. A well that you are digging up for yourself. Listen, you dig and you dig and you dig. That's why I called it a prayer shovel. Hello. Until the water begins to flow to you. Hallelujah. That water will refresh your soul. It will bring comfort to your life. It will bring you pleasure. Hallelujah. Learn to wage warfare with your prophecy, with your promise. Ah, this is mine. This is mine. So if you don't have any tonight... Pick something from Genesis. There are so many wonderful things. We've already prayed some in Genesis 49. Pray this one that Reuben missed out on. The excellency of God's strength. No, the first one was what? The might of God. The beginning of God's strength. The excellency of dignity. And the excellency of power. Imagine if we are drinking from that. You are my firstborn. My might. Do you know the other person that the Bible calls God's firstborn? Jesus. Hallelujah. My firstborn. Somebody say, that's my well. I can't hear you say, that's my well. That's my well. You dig and dig and dig. 
if something happens, it's not flowing. You see, this is where we need the leading of the Holy Spirit. When they blocked the first one that Isaac dug up, the Spirit led him to move somewhere else. They blocked that one, he moved until he came to Rehoboth. Somebody will find Rehoboth tonight. Somebody will find Rehoboth this season. Listen to me. You will locate a prophecy. Look, we are celebrating 26 years of King's Word. Why? Our father, Dr. K, located a prophecy. Raise me a supernatural army. Glory be to God. Locate, and he has been drinking from the well. You will locate your own in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And I tell you, every prophecy you locate and you are able to dig up and drink waters from, it is you bringing miracle signs and wonders into your life. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for every promise, every prophecy, every word. Come on, say it like you mean it. Every prophecy, every promise, and every word over my life. Like Isaac, I dig up the wells. I dig up the wells. And the water from this prophecy refreshes my life. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, begin to pray. Shanda Gosakata. As we are praying, I'm going to read out some prophecies from Genesis 49. And if time permits, I will go to Deuteronomy 33 as well. You should do that. You should do that. But let me start with where we prayed from this morning. Zechariah 4 6. Oh, Shasata Yada Brakata. This is somebody's word, not by power, not by might. But by the Spirit of the Lord, every mountain shall be made a plain. Every mountain in your life shall be leveled out. It shall be made a plain. And you will come putting up the capstone on it with shouts of grace. Grace unto it. Not by power, not by might, but by the Spirit of the Lord every mountain in your finances every mountain concerning your health it shall be made a plain somebody dig up that well use your prayer shovel tonight let that well be unstopped in your life dig until the water of life begins to flow to you from that well that's your prophecy that's your word he said say to Zerubbabel this is the word of the Lord to you. Not by power, not by might. The prophet Zechariah said, This is the word of God to Zerubbabel. Your hand that dug up the foundation for this temple, it will finish it. That's somebody's word. What you have started, God will help you to finish. The good thing that God has begun in your life, He will perfect till the day of Christ. That's your word. Oh, learn to dig up that well, dig up that well, dig up that well, dig up that well until the water begins to flow. Dig up that well until you arrive at Rehoboth. You are a child of promise. You are the seed of Abraham an heir of the promise that's your well that's your prophecy that's your word Reuben you are my firstborn 
my might, the beginning of my strength, the excellency of dignity. Hey, the excellency of dignity. Somebody, that is your prophecy. Life may have made you to look like an orphan, like Esther, orphan. Everything looks bleak, everything looks dark, but the prophecy over your life is that you are the excellency of dignity. Dig that well, dig that well, dig up that well, let the waters begin to flow. Let the waters begin to flow. The excellency of dignity and the excellency of power. The excellency of dignity and the excellency of power. That's who I am. That's what I see in the mirror. I don't see orphan in the mirror. I don't see hopeless in the mirror. I don't see darkness in the mirror. I don't see the hand that life had dealt to me in the mirror. What do I see? I see my word. I see my promise. I see my prophecy. And my word says I am the excellency of dignity and the excellency of power. The excellency of dignity. The excellency of power. So I dig up that well. I wage a good warfare with that promise. That's my well. I dig it until water begins to flow. Water begins to flow. Water begins to flow. Water begins to flow. Simeon and Levi, let my soul enter into their counsel. Let my soul, who has known the mind of Christ, that he may instruct him but we have the mind of Christ let my soul enter their counsel let my honor be united to the assembly let my soul enter their counsel let my honor be united into the assembly the wisdom of God the wisdom of God the mind of Christ will direct you the honor of God will be like a crown over your head. That's your prophecy. That's your word. That's your prophecy. That's your word. That's your prophecy. Sheda bosata yagenda gaya katosa egedo sata. I dig up my wells. <laughs> I dig up my wells. Perhaps you have not been enjoying counsel. You have not been enjoying honor. Understand, Lord, child of God, you have a prophecy over your life. You have a word over your life. The counsel of the Lord can be yours. The wisdom of God can be yours. If anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Ask of God. It is your well. It is your well. It is your well. 
it is your well it is your well it is your well it is your well eketo sata satisfied with favor full of the blessing of the lord dip your foot into oil that is your well that is your well satisfied with favor full of the blessing of the lord dip your foot into oil dig up that well somebody dig up that well dig up that well locate your prophecy locate your word locate your promise and dig up the well dig up the well let the waters begin to flow like rehoboth let the waters begin to flow let the waters begin to flow like rehoboth christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law so that the blessing of abraham the wells of abraham can come upon us and we might receive the promise the prophecy the word of god by faith Every prophecy of my life that is for such a time as this, by the help of the Spirit, I dig them up right now. Every prophecy of healing and health, I dig them up right now. Jesus opened to the book of Isaiah and he read, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has anointed me to heal the brokenhearted, to set at liberty them that are bound. He found his prophecy, he found his word, and he dug up the well. Somebody dig up your well. By faith. in the name of Jesus hallelujah the preceding message was brought to you by King's Word Everywhere Nigeria we are located at King's Word Auditorium Etel Avenue behind NNPC filling station first bank bus stop off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-006-40.